0: Dead. America first, UK sloppy seconds. Hello, and welcome to our final bonus mini episode of As It Occurs To Me. Though I was talking to Felix Wankel the other day, uh, <laughs> who I hardly need remind you invented the Wankel rotary engine, a type of internal combustion engine uses in the, using an eccentric rotary design to convert pressure into rotating motion. He calls this show A.A. so I don't know. <laughs> Seems we're catching on. So uh, he's, he always leads. F- uh, Wankle, old Felix Wankle. He's always at the front. As always, this is a bonus bit of fluff to serve as a prelude to the forthcoming video series, which has all different material in it, which we're aiming to release in May. We'll and, see.
1: And it's amazing news tonight, Rich. Actually, uh, it's, we're, it's a sellout. Yeah. So if Jeremy Corbyn was here, he would actually have to sit on the floor for real.
0: Yeah. Uh, fortunately, Jeremy Corbyn can't come tonight, Dan. He's too busy beginning the fight for Brexit. Uh, that's not true. First of all, he has to finish building the lifeboats to put on the Titanic. But after that, he's moving straight on to Brexit. This week, after failing to oppose the Article 50 vote or get any concessions at all from the Tories, Corbyn tweeted.
1: Okay, here we go, yes, Um. am yeah, just about to do a Twitter, yes, do I, do I speak into here? Oh I, oh, I have to type it, oh, I see, but, but I don't have a typewriter. Oh, I need a keyboard, right, yes. No, I keep my keys on a string around my neck. Oh, oh okay, yes, so all this, yes, so I type in HTTP colon slash slash W, 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 W full stop. <laughs> Twitter, full stop com. Okay, and, and then I, t- yes, I type in what I want to say in this box. Right, um, real fight starts now. Well, I would have done that months ago if I understood how it worked, you know. <laughs> I was trying to send all my tweets by the leg of a pigeon. I'm pretty much convinced that Corbyn is just a
0: satirist in some Channel 4 hidden camera show or possibly a Tory mole. Uh, And it's impressive they got him voted in as leader of the Labour Party, given he's actually literally a mole. Uh, Most people try to hide their moles, but they put a mole in as a mole. Just rub it in to all of us. Anyway, here's what occurred since the last show. Trump inauguration. There was some disparity between the number of people who journalists and photo- photographers said were at uh, Trump's inauguration and how many Donald Trump says were there. But I'm thinking maybe Donald Trump's a bit like Haley Joel Osmond in The Sixth Sense and can see dead people. That would ex- <laughs> Perhaps Corbyn had that on that train as well. It could explain a lot. Added to the burden of leading political parties, these guys have to put up with seeing the restless spirits who are not yet aware that they're dead. It's possible the dead people are voting for them as well. That might explain why the polls get it so wrong every time. But but if I was dead, I'd be jealous of the living and I'd want to fuck things up, so I'd vote for those clowns as well.
2: Michael Gove.
0: Uh, Trump met his second UK politician after being in that golden lift with Farage when he was interviewed by Michael Gove, which suggests he's meeting everyone in the UK, started with the biggest arsehole and working his way up. (laughs) Doomsday clock. The doomsday clock moves 30 seconds closer to midnight. They should just shut that clock down, really, shouldn't they? It seems very dangerous (laughs) to have that at all. No clock, no doomsday. It's just dangerous (laughs) having it. International Women's Day. And my annual round-the-world trip to let everyone who chooses International Women's Day to ask why there is no International Men's Day when there is an International Men's Day started early this year as I was forwarded a tweet from Keith Tracy, a hockey-playing, umpiring, newly 50-something-year-old golfer, recruitment headhunter, search consultant, KCCC and LUFC fan, all round good egg, exclamation, exclamation mark, from Birmingham Worcester, who said... Can you imagine the outrage if there was an International Men's Day? I replied, I can It happens on November the 19th every year, and the outrage is literally zero. (laughs) Unlike International Women's Day, which, believe me, I know from experience, gets loads of outrage. It was nice to get my hand back in a bit early. When's International Non-Age Day? That's what I want to know. I don't have AIDS. When will I have a day? (laughs) See you on March the 8th, everyone. (laughs) Piers... Oh, Morgan. Oh. Piers Morgan, is actually the first Brit that Trump has met, see, the theory is working out, had a Twitter spat with J.K. Rowling, a woman so nice, she's not scheduled to meet President Trump until the year 23,456. I was glad that Rowling and, uh, and uh, Morgan finally came to blows, because I've always wanted to find out which of these two figures is most popular with the public. Uh, still too early to call, but... Um, could go either way. Let's just take it as read that if we did a Dr. Seuss sketch, it would be Piers in the Rear, where an oleaginous sycophant phone-hacking liar creature sticks his tongue into the anus of everyone he thinks might be important, regardless of what they have said or think.
3: <laughs> as it occurs to me, this thing was written at the very last minute, sorry it's so bad. Because Richard thought his child's second birthday party was more important than writing this show. He's changed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, time to welcome their AI, AI Ottoma team. It's TV's Emma Kennedy, Dan Tetzel, and on the guitar, Christian Riley. Hello, <laughs> Hello. What's been occurring to you this month? Uh, Emma, what's occurred to you this month?
2: Um, I I had a a, a plumber uh, came to do some work and it reminded me of the time uh, when I had to have an emergency uh, plumber uh, come round, and, and I don't know if you have a, like, if you, when you have insurance and, and you phone them up and you say, I've got a, a plumbing emergency, and you don't know who the plumber is that's coming, it's just someone who works for the emergency plumber, plumbing system. Mm. And he came round, and he was on his hands and knees, and he seemed like a nice guy, and I said, oh, have if, if you, um, you got your own, your, your own plumbing firm? And he went, no, 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 no. Um, I, I used to have my own plumbing firm, I had a lovely van had a rose on the side. It was, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. I loved it. And I said, well, what, what, what happened? Why, why haven't you got your, your plumbing firm anymore? And he looked up at me and he just went, you know, I electrocuted a, a, a woman and her daughter. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs>
1: They really I got think... toilets wrong, not
3: you? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about you, Dan? Anything occurred? Uh, I think uh, I I have an audition for uh, The Crown. Oh, uh, did you? Netflix's, oh, that's uh, good. And uh, no, 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 it wasn't good. Who are you going to be? I I got slightly annoyed or, because what they do for The Crown <laughs> is very important. They're very important. The Crown. You don't know what's going to happen to the Queen. Spoilers, <laughs> obviously. So you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement, and then they send you an electronic copy of the script that you can't print out. You can only read once, and then it evaporates Um, uh, so fuck them really because they made me go all the way into town and uh, so in episode 6 a man comes and says sir the American ambassador's here (laughs) and then uh, two episodes later he comes and says sir there's something you should see (laughs) <laughs> uh, don't know who's going to be playing that part it's not me <laughs> but there you go I've fucked it up for the Queen you've ruined
0: bre- right. that and yeah, uh, yeah. uh, what about you Christian what's, what's been going on with you uh,
3: well you know I've been uh, trying to write love songs you know, because it's uh, Valentine's Day coming Sweet. up yeah. and um, I've come up with uh, it's kind of a work in progress this one it's a, I think it's about how uh, you know how blind love can be sometimes I met this girl in a bar one day, I walked up to her and I asked her a name, she said Satan, S-A-T-A-N, Satan, I said, that's a funny name for a girl, she said, that's because I'm not a girl, my name is Satan, I am the Prince of Darkness, Satan. I could see she was playing hard to get We had a couple of drinks, I don't know what happened next I woke up in the morning eternally burning in hell I think things are going pretty well with Satan Ouch 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 Satan I love Satan's honesty and Satan loves my grasp of reality Oh Satan Lovely, lovely, lovely Satan. And every time we make love, Satan whispers to me, I'm so glad I made you my press secretary, Sean Spicer.
0: and gentlemen, Christian Riley. He'll be back with him another song later on. Uh, sad news came in this month that Tam Dl, uh, a man I once briefly entertained the thought of stealing a taxi of at an airport has died uh, in real life. It's strange because I was sad, not for the real man, who I don't know anything about, but for the character of Tamdiel that <laughs> I created. He was, I don't think anything like him really. So let's pay tribute to the real victim of Tamdiel's death, the false Tamdiel. Will you please welcome his widow and child. It's Subu, Subo, Subo, uh, Subo, uh, Subo, and was it Tambo? I can't really remember her now, Here they oh, are near Subo.
2: Hello Richard, it's nice to be back I wish it was under happier circumstances. I am Susan Boyle, and I am mental with grief. <laughs> Look at my poor wee Tambo, a billin' without the feather. But well, oh, yeah,
0: but uh, shouldn't shouldn't Tambo be about be six years old by now?
2: Don't tell me how old my own babby is, Richard. He is a real babby, not just a rag doll made from my discarded pubic hair. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, uh, yeah. Can I just, uh, can I just say I was really sorry to hear that Tam Dalyell had died. Even though all I really knew about him was from being a character in this, it's very sad. I can't believe I'll never hear his voice again.
2: I can't believe I will never have my Tam inside my clucka laka dat dat where he belongs. Listen to her hissing with grief. I'm going to sew the old girl up now. No other man than Tam could gain entry to my forest of
3: secrets.
0: Great. Uh, can I just ask? Can I, just ask, um, I was just wondering what's going to happen to all of Tam's bookcases? Because if, if you don't need them... No,
2: like... no, no. Tam stipulated in his will that all of his bookcases must be destroyed. He said if he couldn't have the bookcases, then no one else could... He was very possessive of his bookcases, and stupidly selfish. He actually insisted we buy another £50,000 bookcase to bury him in. And me and Tambo have no money and nothing to eat.
3: Oh, it seems
0: a shame he's acting.
2: He was mental, Richard! He was a mental, mental bookcase coveting man who always insisted on being picked up from the airports. That's how I will remember him. (laughs) Yes.
0: That's that's my, I mean, it's a beautiful tribute. To the actually dead person who you might have been quite nice, who knows
2: I'd, I'd like to perform an, another tribute if I may
0: well, I'm sure we've got a lot of time to fill to be fair
2: mm. I'd like to sing him a song <laughs> I dream a dream in times gone by. When hope was high and life worth living. I dreamed that love would never die. I dreamed that God would be forgiving. Then I was young and unafraid I am not mentored. And dreams were made and used and wasted. There was no ransom to be paid. No song unsung, no wine untasted.
3: Okay, the tickle. Of madness oh, oh, begin, Tom. with their voices soft as thunder
0: as they turn your hope apart <laughs> as they turn your dream to shame oh listen to the yes. clucka like a duck duck
3: hiss with delight. shh shh shh
2: Tom, Tom, I knew you'd come back to me.
0: What do you, what do you mean, Subo? There's that, just you here, that was just you singing on your own.
2: But he was here. I know he was. I'm not <laughs> mental.
0: Legend <laughs> with Susan Boyle and the ghost of Tamdiel.
3: As it occurs to me. Is it wrong that I am sadder about the pretend Tam DL and the real one? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's the end of the
0: series. There's an end-of-term atmosphere here at the Leicester Square Theatre, as you may have noticed. Uh, in this series of audio extras, we tried not to lean too heavily on the stuff from the old days, but it was such good fun, wasn't it, seeing Sue back, that we've, uh, we're going to give the uh, audience a chance to vote back another favourite from the old series of Aotoma. You can either have the return of Tiny Andrew Collins, yeah! or more excitingly, we can reprise the motorcycle clothing shop sketch. So let's, let's see what the audience. Well, it's, it's pretty even so far from what you can say. So, who would rather have the return of Tiny Andrew Collins? Cheer now. Yeah! Quite a bit disappointing for Tiny Andrew Collins there. Yeah, and who would like the Motorcycle Clothing Shop? Yeah, <laughs> loads of people. So again, it's uh, I again, mean, it's almost too good. Just let's do it Tiny Andrew Collins. Yeah. Motorcycle Clothing Shop. Yeah. Well, I think the Motorcycle Clothing Shop has just, just edged it there. But just so everyone uh, can have a, a bit of fun. What we're gonna do is combine. <laughs> Tiny Andrew Collins and the motor... I can't believe we never did this before. It's a great way to wait five minutes. Uh, and the motorcycle clothing
3: <laughs> yeah. If go. I could turn that time and replace myself with Tiny Andrew Collins, what would I do differently? <laughs> oh, 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 if I could turn that time and replace myself with Tiny Andrew Collins... Good afternoon.
1: Oh, hello, OK. <laughs> nice night, night motorcycling clothing shop you've got here. Oh. Oh, great, look, tiny Andrew Collins is back. Yes, we have missed him. He was the only good thing in this. Stop saying that, you people down there. So, what, what was that? As, I said this was a nice motorcycle clothing shop. Aside, it isn't a nice motorcycle clothing shop. It is an average one. Pardon? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, looking for anything in particular? No, no, just having a look around at the motorcycling clothes, see what you've got in stock. If I see something I like, something suitable for riding on my motorcycle that I do have, then maybe I will buy me some motorcycling clothes. Aside, I'm not going to. (laughs) The joke in this overlong, much repeated sketch is that I have no interest in buying anything from your shop, but I am pretending that I do. It is in a sense, essence, just a reverse Monty Python cheese shop sketch. Now that was a good one. So you don't want any clothes? No, I do. You can't hear the bits after I say aside.
0: Uh, Well, we
1: can. No, you can't. can't! Anyway, I do want some clothes. Aside, I don't. Because I sure love motorcycling. Motorcycling around. Aside, I sure don't like motorcycling. Motorcycling around. Some people like cycling on a normal bike, but not me. Aside, that is at least true. <laughs> I do not like cycling on a normal bike. I say, why pedal around when you can have a bike that doesn't need to be pedaled with all the engine and stuff, isn't it?
2: Now, look, we can hear what you're saying after you say aside. <laughs> yeah mate,
0: and you're clearly a time-waster with no interest in buying anything.
2: Now we get this all the time, in fact 90% of our customers are now AI Otoma. Shut up! And do you think it's clever to come in and recite an overlong catchphrase
1: at us? Uh, uh, I can understand that would be irritating. I hate catchphrases. Aside, I really do. <laughs> and I also hate the kind of idiots who lap them up, even when they've already been done several times in one sketch. They should be hunted down with dogs. No, no, I'm not a time waster. I'm out of the aside now. No, I'm not a time waster. I really want to buy some motorcycle clothing for my motorcycling around. Aside! Right, that's
0: it, that's it, get out of here. Yeah, if
1: you show your face on here again, there'll be trouble. We have to deal with the
2: proper customers. Can I help you, sir? Hi,
0: nice motorcycle clothing shop you've got here.
2: Uh, looking for anything in particular? No,
0: just have a look around at the motorcycle clothes, see what you've got in stock. If I see something I like, something suitable for riding around on my motorcycle, and then maybe I'll buy me some motorcycle clothes. Yeah! I sure love motorcycling. <laughs> motorcycling around. Some people like cycling on a normal bike, but not me. I say we're pedal around when you can have a bike that doesn't need to be pedaled with all the engine and stuff in here.
2: Oh, oh, please, please, God, make this stop.
0: No, no, no. No, we have to do the whole thing or it's, yeah. it's really not funny. Yeah, but
2: it, it, it's all right for you. You have a life outside of this sketch, but I don't. I'm just doomed to spend the rest of eternity repeating it with minor variations, knowing in my heart that the vehicle of my existence Existence has no artistic worth or non-artistic worth.
0: It's funny though, isn't it?
2: No. No, it's not funny. That's why no one has ever laughed at it.
0: Yeah, people are laughing and the people were no, laughing at No, then. no, no.
2: They're laughing at you because this is so useless and they feel sorry for you that this is the best thing you have done in the 21st century. It's the laughter of pity.
0: A laugh's a laugh.
2: Oh. I mean, the only way for me to escape this nightmare is to kill myself by catching my motorcycling scarf in the spinning wheel of this display motorcycle.
0: There it goes, just spinning around, spinning around. It's
2: quite a long, slow... Yeah, it's slow... Uh, uh, it's probably
0: slow motorcycle. Bob's
2: another overused trope uh, from the series. I can barely stand it. Uh, but come, come sweet death, take me away. Ah. Oh, I'm coming into heaven, I can see the light and eternity of bliss. Wait, who's that standing at the gates to greet me? Hello,
0: it's me, Thandiel. I am going to be a constant companion in the afterlife. You are going to help me build up a bookcase for infinity books whilst I recite the motorcycle clothing shop sketch to you. I can't wait to get to the... Okay, I sure love motorcycling. Motorcycling. <laughs> no! If I could
3: turn back time, what would I do differently? Personally speaking, I would have gone back and stopped Richard Herring ever passing the motorcycle clothing shop or maybe even being boy. If I could turn back time. <laughs> I wouldn't really. I sure love the motorcycling clothing <laughs> shop sketch. I wish A.I. Ottima could go on
0: forever. And it can, Christ, in your imagination.
3: Let's stick with you for another song. OK, all right. Well, I wanted to address this situation where hardly anybody talks about Pancake Day anymore, you know. It's just some kind of liberal snowflake, PC bullshit war on Pancake Day. Yeah, so, you know, I'm just going to do an unapologetically uh, Pancake Day song. Are you getting really excited about eating pancakes? Do you love the way that pancakes taste? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like things made of eggs and butter and milk And flour topped with lemon and sugar You are backstabbing bitches Can't leave me for a guy who can make other things Well, I wish it could be pancake day every day Cause that's the only fucking thing I know how to make Yeah, I wish it could be pancake day every day but Then my culinary limitations wouldn't seem so inappropriate Yeah, I wish it was pancake day all the time. If only there was some way I could turn back time. I'd party like it was show Tuesday, 1999. We were so happy, everything was rock and roll before you started moaning about your cholesterol. Everything was so much better back then. It was before Katie Hopkins was even a thing. Before 9-11, Justin Bieber was only four. Before Nickelback and the Iraq war. Lee and Herring were still on TV. I could still get a hard on after taking ecstasy. Wait a minute, this song stopped being about pancakes. Yeah, if you come back to me, this- This pancake day, I promise I'll show you how much I've changed. Yeah, please come back to me this pancake day. I've learned how to make crepes. Pancakes,
0: pancakes. that is the final and that's the end of these bonus audio podcasts. You can help us to make uh, some more uh, by heading to gofasterstrikecom slash uh, If you want to buy DVDs, badges or T-shirts that will help us pay for more content or you can access a secret channel where you get bonus content and get to see longer versions of the completed video episodes before they're broadcast to the non-paying scum. Uh, also, I'm on tour with my show The Best until June 2016. Check out richsharing.com slash gigs for details and you can get Christian's uh, CDs at gofasterstrike.com. and my Now, let's have one more crack at squeezing out a Farage in the garage, and just thank God we only thought of this halfway through the series, so we're limited to doing three of them.
3: Hey, what? Come over here. The Farage in the garage is about to appear. He's whizzing over to whisk you away on a fabulous journey he's having today. He's coming.
2: We wanted to play, we wanted to have fun. But Mother uses us as unpaid slave labour, and there was work to be done. She said, The garage is dusty, and the doors are all rusty, and the floor is all crusty, and it smells awfully musty, like some dogs have got lusty. The air is certainly funky, like the bedroom of an adolescent monkey, whose (laughs) semen is especially chunky. Now clean it, you flunkies.
0: But mother, I said with a voice full of fear, there's a Farage in that garage and he's awfully queer. Every time Sally goes in, he gives her the creepiest leer. He's a terrible pest after a couple of beers.
2: A Farage in the garage? There's no such thing. He's made up to scare immigrants and those on the left wing. He's a devil, a goblin, a mere bogeyism. Now get in the garage and clean up his jism. We went into the garage and opened the door.
0: When who should we see prone and bereft on the floor?
2: In a pool of his own gametes mixed up with his tears.
0: While sipping morosely at a pint of warm English beer. It was the Farage. The, the farage,
1: farage in, in the, the garage. garage.
2: And he said...
1: Oh, look at the fucking state of my marriage. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: you. Oh,
0: Farage in the garage.
2: I really can't picture you in a matrimonial carriage.
1: I was, said the Farage. But the bitch kicked me out. It's my own stupid fault for marrying a kraut. And the thing that annoys me and causes me pain, she didn't even give me a vote to leave or remain. I was out on my ear without so much as an Article 50. But I don't really care, this is all really nifty and it leaves me much stronger position to negotiate terms from this hovel of a carport which is swimming in sperms. (laughs) She foolishly thinks she has the upper hand just because she's got the house and the kids and all our stuff, uh, competent lawyers, and some kind of plan. But don't worry, now I'm free, I can make my garage great. I've already agreed with my American mate, the Trump in the dump with the peers in his rear. that he can rent out that corner to store all his shitty gear that his daughter can't even sell to dumb, stupid (laughs) yokes. Is he paying you money? No, no, he's paying me in thanks, but... It will pay off down the line. It's a special relationship, which only involved me fellating him a little bit. And he said, if I'm good, I can bum his little friend Morgan, whilst Piers in the rear licks Trump's tiny orange organ in a scarcely human centipede. That's right, yes! I am a human centipedophile. (laughs) I will fuck that little arse lick like I fucked the Europhiles. There's nothing I hate more than the Europeans and the fucking EU.
2: Oh, Farage in the Garage, there's someone to see you. Bonjour, mon chéri. It's me Laurie Ferrari. Oh, shit.
1: No, it's not what it looks like. She's just a friend who's down on her luck and I'm helping her out with a place to stay. (laughs) Oh, Rari.
2: Farage in the Garage, for someone who loves the UK, you really seem to enjoy playing away. Your wife is a German, your friend is from France, you took a job in America at the first fucking chance.
0: You eat Italian chocolates by Ferrero Rocher and end every day with a Ferrari frotte. I won, you lost, get over
1: it. (laughs) Everyone in the UK is an ungrateful shit. I don't care about the U or the K or the P. I just want I for independence, because all I care about is me. Now, get out of me spunk-filled garage.
3: (laughs) Hey, what come over here? The Farage in the garage is about to appear. He's whizzing over to whisk you away on a fabulous journey he's having today. He's coming.
2: You have been listening to the AI Ultimate Audio Extra with me, TV's Emma Kennedy, Christian Riley, Dan Tetzel and Richard Herring. It was written by Richard Herring and music by Christian Riley. It was produced by Ben Walker. Thanks to the Leicester Square Theatre, GoFasterStrike.com, and the British Comedy Guide. It is the Sky Potato Fuzz and Go Faster Strike British.
0: I've got a call, I better take that. Hold it. Hello?
1: Hey, Richard, it's me, Easy D, Donald Trump. Good news. You're the next person from the UK that I'm gonna meet yes.
0: <laughs> You fucking you, you haven't even met Katie
1: Hopkins no, yet. No, no, yeah, man. You are way down from her. Even I think you're disgusting. Oh man alive. <laughs> Thanks very much, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.